0: Hey, what's up, everybody? It's your girl, V, and I am back again with another podcast. Please do not forget to follow me on Instagram and subscribe to my YouTube channel at Love V Talks. That's L-O-V-E-V-E-E-T-A-L-K-S. So, today I have a guest. Today, this is my second guest on my channel, and I want to tell everybody thank you so much for supporting me. For those who have been listening consistently, um, I really do appreciate the support and the love that I have received. So, this person that I have is near and dear to me, somebody that I really care about, an amazing person. Um, Go ahead and introduce yourself.
1: Hello, everyone. My name is Derek. I'm so happy to be here today on V's podcast looking forward to talking about our topic today and I'm hoping that you guys get something out of it
0: perfect yeah okay so today's topic or I guess the question is how do you know when to stay or go that rhymed (laughs) in a relationship so I guess I mean do you have any specific thoughts before I give my opinion uh
1: I'll go I'll go ahead and mention briefly that I am no uh relationship guru i'm not a therapist or anything like that but i would say that i've been um in multiple relationships and life is kind of like a lesson that you're learning as you go every relationship you go into and you know deal with you kind of learn something as you go out of it and the goal is to finally find a relationship that will stick that will stay And so I always tell people that don't take a a relationship that didn't work out as a loss. Right. But take it as a a lesson. You know, what did you learn from that relationship? And how can you uh, take that with you and grow and utilize that lesson into your next relationship? Because you eventually want to get to that point where you find the one that you want to spend the rest of your life with.
0: Exactly. And I think that he made a really good point as far as... Taking a relationship that didn't work out as a loss because it's never a loss you always leave with something I mean you might not have left with the relationship but you left with like lessons um something that you might have learned about yourself about the other person how to carry yourself into the next relationship and stuff like that and I don't know. Like, I don't really know how to answer this question. Like, how do you know when to stay or go? I think that it's something that you have to figure out on your own. I think it's more of like, listen to your instincts, because it might not necessarily be anything that specifically happens, but you, you should learn how to trust yourself. Um, I know like I might've talked to a um, somebody Like, I've dated somebody. And even though they didn't specifically do anything wrong to me, my gut just said, you know, this isn't right for me. Not that they were a bad person or anything. It's just that I just felt something about it just wasn't right. And it was the right thing for me to do to just leave and not go any further.
1: Yeah. Um, I definitely say that, you know, us guys kind of have to depend on literally learning from previous relationships because unfortunately I feel like we don't have that sixth sense as women do like they have this intuition sometimes that kind of lead them into the right direction us guys we kind of have to really depend on our head knowledge and think about okay so what do I want what have I learned and where am I trying to go um but it's just so cool how like I know some women they can like uh this guy just ain't the right guy for you and is one of your girlfriends telling you this, and somehow, some way, she's right. She just had that gut feeling, and I don't really see that happening a lot with us guys. But um, so, one big thing I tell people to do that I have learned over years. This is something I had to learn as I went through relationships. I didn't know this from the start, but to pay attention to signs. Um, you have like those literal signs that you see on the highway that says stop, go, turn, yield. You literally have those type of relate, those type of signs in relationships when you're talking to somebody, getting to know somebody. Event like they like the cliche goes, uh, people will eventually show them uh, show their true colors. So you just give it enough time, you will eventually see certain signs that like, okay, this is what I want to do, or this is who I'm thinking about talking to for a while, or okay, I need to figure out an escape plan to get out of this situation. Mm-hmm. And so if if you see one of those signs, if one of your girlfriends or one of your guys is telling you, um, yeah, I see that too. Uh, I'm not saying to just base your whole decision on that, but take it into consideration because you never know, you could save yourself a a future heartache if you do.
0: Yeah, I agree. And I think that a lot of women, we get credited for having that sixth sense or their intuition, But we have it, but that don't mean that we always use it. And I think that you bring up a good point as far as listening to signs. Because we'll look at a sign and we think, oh, well, it's not that big of a deal. It's something small. But usually that small thing that you kind of ignore in the beginning, it always ends up being something bigger later on. Always. I mean, there's not a time where I thought that that small thing that I thought was small in the beginning did not end up becoming a big deal later on. Um, I honestly can't think of one time where that happened to me. So I think that you bring up a really good point as far as listening to signs, looking at red flags, being cautious, and pretty much just protecting your heart. Because nobody wants their time wasted. Nobody wants their heart broken. Nobody wants to break anybody else's heart. And I think that that's important to listen to signs. Not even just for yourself, but like the other person, you know and sometimes like people do stuff that and they don't mean to hurt you but it might be a deal breaker for you and that might be something that you need to consider when letting that relationship go so
1: I kind of like to uh, reference the this meme that I saw uh, where this guy was holding on to a, uh, a tether rope and he was holding on so tight that he was getting cuts all over his hands and At that point, kind of have to think, like, is this hurting you or is this helping you? That's how I kind of like to think about relationships. Is this helping me become a better person or is this hurting me and causing me to fall behind? Because if that person isn't helping you grow, helping you be uh, the best person you can be, your significant other should be someone that inspires you, that encourages you to grow higher, to reach higher heights. And if that's not the situation, then you might really want to consider moving on, you know, Obviously, I want to definitely say as a person, as an individual person, you want to make sure you have that drive already. And another person in your life should just be something that adds on to your drive. You don't want to have to depend on a relationship to motivate you. Uh, But you want to already have that drive. But on the flip side, if they're causing you to have less drive, they're causing you to want to just kind of kick back, relax. Um, It's good to do that from time to time, but to do that a lot, then you got to think about, okay, is this relationship hurting me or is it helping?
0: Exactly, and this kind of just randomly came in my mind, but I kind of treat relationships like romantic relationships the same as I do, like my friendships, because I I feel like this kind of will relate to friendships as well. Because sometimes we hold on to people who, oh, well, we grew up grew up with them so oh we must keep them around and that's not necessarily true like we hold on to things because of comfortability we don't look at red we don't look at red flags we look at the length of the relationship the same way that we do like romantic relationships we think oh we been with this person for five years or I've been friends with this person for five years why would I let it go but if you outgrew them and they outgrew you or whatever like just let it go and to be to me honest for me I don't know about you, but sometimes losing a friendship kind of hurts as bad as a romantic relationship for me. Because that person, especially if that person is like a big part of your life. And I feel like we don't talk about that enough. I think that we always talk about heartbreaking, like romantic relationships. But breaking up with a friend, honestly, I feel like it's just as painful, if not worse, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. I don't want to just... I don't want our audience to just think we're giving them advice, but I do want to ask you, just um, on your podcast, a quick question, because I know people can relate to personal stories. So, have you ever had a situation in your life, I know you don't want to mention any names, which is fine, I get it, but can you maybe give us a, an example of how maybe you experienced a, a relationship where you were in that kind of dilemma, where you had to decide, should you let go, or should you hold on to this, and see if, if, if you can salvage this relationship, and... What did you do to kind of help you make that decision?
0: Okay, so I dated this guy, and he was a really sweet person. He was a good guy, very chivalrous. Um, He was always there for me. But something about our relationship, I just always felt like something was missing. And I felt like a bad person because I felt this way, because he was trying, because he was, like, putting in the effort But he was very unmotivated, like in his own life and his outside of me. So, like, yeah, he was doing things for me, but it was like he wasn't trying to progress his own life as far as getting a career started and everything. And I had to wake up one day and say, you know what? There's no point in me pretending like I'm happy just so I don't look like a bad person. I have to be honest with myself and I have to be honest with him um, because there's probably somebody out there better for him than me. There's somebody who's going to enjoy everything about him in the current state that he's in and I'm not doing that and I'm taking that opportunity away. So I had to be honest with him and I definitely hurt his feelings but I, I definitely had to take that hard leap because I think that a lot of times we um, we really just stay in, like I said, we just stay in relationships and situations because we're comfortable. It's easier to stay than to leave. It's so much more complicated to leave, but it's so worth it. And I'm so happy for him because he did find somebody that was more compatible for him. But um, honestly, I just woke up one day and realized that I had to be honest with him, even though I knew that I would hurt him. But I felt like eventually he would get over it. And I will get over it, and he will find somebody that was better for him.
1: Okay. Well, I know not everybody is, you know, able to have those tough conversations. You know, there's some people that are really introverted. Um, I know you kind of are on both sides. I have seen your introverted and your extroverted side. You got any advice for people who are, like a really introverted and kind of scared to have that tough conversation? How do you have that conversation knowing that this is going to really hurt somebody, but you know for yourself that the best thing to do?
0: Okay, so this might seem a little unrelated to this question, but I think that this applies in a lot of areas of our life. I think the the easiest way for me, because I, I grew up as an introvert, I grew up very isolated or um, withdrawn, so honestly, the easiest way for me to have those, learn how to have those conversations, was to start telling people no. I know it might not make sense, but The hardest thing for people to do, especially introverted people, is to say no. We say things, we agree to things because we don't want to hurt people's feelings. But the moment that you say no, it's almost like you're getting your power back and you're building your confidence and you understand where you stand in other people's lives. And eventually, like, it becomes easier to have those conversations. and, And I don't know if it necessarily makes sense, but for me, saying no kind of built up the confidence to have those conversations because telling people no is probably the hardest thing that you can do and everything else will follow suit. Mm -hmm. So I think that the best advice that I could give is to start telling people no. If you don't want to do something just say no because eventually you'll start having, build up your confidence to start being more honest about you know, um, having more honest conversations, harder conversations with people. Yeah,
1: That's that's actually some really good advice. Uh, Thank you for sharing that. I think that will definitely help a lot of people kind of build up that uh, self-esteem, that confidence, that um, power within to be able to stand up for what they feel like they should for themselves. And it just starts with simply saying no. So that's, that's really good. Uh, I think that's all, I, all the questions I had. I just wanted to kind of jump back to something before we end the podcast. And I, I know you mentioned about like um, paying attention to those small things that could become major things down the road. Uh, that is very true but also I feel like it's good to think about how sometimes people fail to realize that people can change you Mm -hmm. know so I know sometimes you might notice something right off the bat with people that you're talking to and you're trying to question should I pursue this or should I not but uh I feel like everybody you know deserves a solid chance now you can give me your input on this but I feel like if it's something small you know don't wait to address it definitely address it when when you have the chance but don't major on the minor things. That's kind of a saying I like to focus on: is not majoring on the minor things. Because you know people can change, and if you can, if you tell that someone's not really trying to change, then maybe that's the sign you need to pay attention to. Not necessarily the little fall they have, but I feel like everybody um, has the desire to be the best that they can be. So if you see something that someone is dealing with that maybe uh, something that you think should be worked on, have a try to have an open conversation, but what do you think? Do you think uh, people should just ignore those small things that they may see that it's a problem to them? Or should they talk about it right away and try to face those small issues right then and there?
0: I think that it depends on the individual. If you know that this is something that is just flat out just a deal breaker for you, you need to end that situation immediately. But if you feel like, okay, this is something that I could pro- it's, It might be a little irritating, but I know that this person is probably willing to work on it, so I'm going to start having conversations with them and then move forward based off of the actions that they give you. Then if they, they aren't willing to, you know, make any changes, then obviously you need to move forward without them. But if they are trying to make the effort and you're okay with the effort and you're like, okay, you know what? It might have been a little irritating, but I appreciate this person putting in the effort and I can actually look past it. Then I say, go ahead, move forward with them. But I don't know, like some things you you don't always have to try it out. You know, some things you if you know for a fact, you just should just let it go. Just leave it alone. Stop wasting your time. Stop wasting their time. And um, but definitely give them a try if it's something that uh, that might be a little irritating for you, but you know you could probably deal with it. Then I would say at least try it out so that you know in the next situation you're like, okay, I did try this before and it just this is a no go. Mm-hmm. You know you'll you'll learn more about yourself that way. So yeah,
1: that's really good. Well, thanks V, for having me. I really appreciate you letting me hop on your podcast. You interviewed me. <laughs> Basically, I guess so. But <laughs> well, thanks for letting me hop on. I, I really enjoy. Listening to you, I learned a lot, and it's it's great to be able to see uh, the growth that you're uh, having in your career. And I just want to encourage you, and like I said, just thank you. It's, it's been a pleasure, for
0: real. Well, thank you. I appreciate you. Is there anything else that you wanna talk to talk to us about, or talk to me about?
1: Well, um, if you guys wanna follow me on the on the gram,
0: <laughs> <laughs> look
1: me up. I'm the Derek Sounds. It's pretty simple. It's L-E-D-E-R-R-I-C sims s-i-m-s i'm in the chicago area and i'm just trying to uh make my career out here trying to be like renisha you know do do my thing out here in chicago so please follow me show your brother some love and thanks again for uh you know, have me on your show, on your podcast.
0: Well, thank you for coming on my podcast. I really appreciate it. Please do not forget to follow me on Instagram at lovevtalks. And don't forget to subscribe to my uh, YouTube channel. Um, sometimes you don't get those notifications, so I need you to click that notification bell so that you can receive notifications when I post new videos. I love you guys, and stay tuned for my next podcast. Bye.